Welcome to episode 136. It is a Pete Primo show and it is an Ask Pete um, episode. I hope your Labor Day was great. Let me pay the bills and then we're going to bring my producer, Chris Stone, the amazing best producer of podcasts that I know. And he is going to be the host and I am going to get the questions. So a little bit of role reversal. If you haven't bought my book, Sell a Million, what are you waiting for? Over 101 ways to sell another million this year. If your business is that good that you don't need it, give me a call. I'd like to pick your brain and put you in my next book. So, Steve, thank you for sponsoring this show. The Mattress Industry Network Group has been a long-term sponsor of of our show. And if you are in the mattress industry, we want you in the mattress industry network group. It's a Facebook group. It is a hundred percent free. If you want to learn how to build market and sell in today's market, it's a great place to be. We have all kinds of folks in here, folks from wholesale, folks from retail, um, join us, become part of the conversation network and learn how to grow your business. So without a further to do, welcome to the show, Chris. And I will turn over the hosting duties to somebody far more <laughs> capable than me. Oh, please, <laughs> please, Pete, once again, it's an honor. I'd love to share the mic with you, sir. And, uh, you know, turn the seats around and listen to uh, the wisdom that you're able to pour into. Because a lot of these things, Pete, you have these great guests on, right, that we're able to find. You know, uh, you know, there's just some tremendous guests. And for those of you who are watching the Pete Primo show for the first time, where have you been all our lives? Number one. Number two, uh, you got 135 episodes to catch up on uh, because there has been some tremendous uh, episodes uh, to catch up on some of my some of my favorites, and we should do a best of uh, episode. Uh, by the way, Pete, and just to pull out some nuggets from from all of these episodes. But you know, a lot of times your guests are talking 90 percent of the time, and you're just sort of you know feel throwing the questions. But this is an opportunity for you and for your audience to really sort of sit back and listen to what you have to say to them. And I, I love these episodes and I love the fact that uh, you really do give back to this industry and really help them. And for those of you, I'm going to embarrass Pete a little bit. For those of you who uh, may know Pete, you know that this is a person that's doing this out of the goodness of his heart. And he's not, this isn't, he, you know, he doesn't show up on the P Primo show and every time he just, he's cashing checks because he's doing this podcast. This is something that he's doing out of the goodness of his heart because he loves this industry. He loves the people in it. And, um, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to roll this over to you, Pete. And then you just let me know when uh, we start to do these questions. And if anybody has questions, either while you're watching this show or, you know, it could be on replay. It could be anytime. If you want a question answered and you're not able to join the show live, which we do every Monday at noon Eastern, you can send Pete an email and put maybe mailbag or ask Pete in the subject line. And we'll, uh, you know, as long as the question is pertaining to the audience, right? <laughs> it's the same thing that we'll put on the show. Because you know, somebody may ask you something that, that may not be ready for prime time, right, uh, Pete? Yeah, so. well, we do get a few comments here and there that uh, you share with me after the show that you didn't put up on the screen. And I think <laughs> right. the good Lord that you didn't. <laughs> it's a family show, ladies and gentlemen. It's a family it show. It is a family show. Absolutely. Let's get rolling, man. What you got? What you Let's got? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. We have a question here, and this is from Chuck C. in Ohio. Hi, Chuck C. I won't hold it against you since I'm a Michigan man uh, that you're from, uh, you're from Ohio. But uh, in any event, <laughs> Chuck C. Uh, asks, how do you keep... This is a great question. How do you keep your family together when you travel so much? Mm. It's a great question. It's um, really hard. At least it is for me, but you've been doing it for how many years? 
Well, I've been in this industry for 41 years. My first nine years, I was in retail. So there was very little travel then, but there's a lot of travel now. Um, so, boy, that, there's a lot of layers to that question, Chuck. So let me let me just start to dive in. And, and I know Chris will jump in on, on this too. So I'm going to, I'm going to do something a little bit different. I'm not going to answer it directly this moment. I'm, I'm just going to unpack a couple of things that I think are important. So <clears throat> I've known reps that basically say to their wives, I'm going on a trip. I'm leaving Sunday night or I'm leaving Monday night. I'll be back home on Thursday or Friday. Don't call me. And then they wonder why their family falls apart. And the guys and the gals that I know that do that and did that, they were trying to create space to do things they shouldn't, ought not to be doing. All right. Enough said on that. So getting back to your question is we... First of all, Jenny and I uh, made a commitment to ourselves that our family is number one. That's the very first piece of it. It's more important than any uh, dealer. It's, it's more important than any manufacturer that we might have the privilege of representing. Um, I've I have walked out of dinners and said prayers because at nine o'clock at night, almost every night, sometimes it gets pushed. Sometimes it's eight. Sometimes it's nine. Sometimes it gets pushed a little bit later because, you know, my baby's not a baby anymore. She's a junior in high school, Chris. Wow. <laughs> and she's taller than me. I knew it was going to happen. It happened. And now she's taller than me. And uh, So anyway, um, we say prayers every night, no matter what. And I'll never forget this. Um, I was at a dinner with a top 100 and I was with my largest manufacturer. And I said, excuse me, gentlemen, I need to say prayers with my family and I'll be right back in just a few minutes. And I went and I said prayers. And basically we say a Swedish prayer. And then what we do is one by one, we start with Christiana. Then it goes to me and then it finishes with Jenny. We talk about our successes today. And we thank the good Lord for the successes that we had. And um, we basically share our day together. So uh, we pray every night. And I, I think that's huge. We talk throughout the day. Um, my business might be a little bit different than yours. Uh, my wife is an integral part of my business. So I have to talk to her every day. Even if my wife wasn't, part of my business, I would still talk to her every day because she's my best friend and I don't want to go a day without talking to her. So that, that whole thing where these people, and you might be one of them, Chuck, and I'm not trying to be mean or anything. I just don't understand why you would say, I'm going on a business trip. Leave me alone. <laughs> it's like, it it just doesn't exist that way for me in my in my world. Uh, Jenny's a huge part of my business. Um, as a matter of fact, I say it all the time. I could not handle the volume of customers I have or the volume of orders that I have on my own in a million years. I would literally probably have one or two lines, not six lines. I would have one state, not six states, and. Uh, my business just would be a lot smaller. So, so that, that is, that's how I keep my family together. I often call in the morning. I know from the previous night what their wake up time is. And I know that sometimes my poor wife, I 
she's working when she can. And a lot of times that's late at night and she's answering all kinds of emails and she's uh, getting, you know, all kinds of things done while we're, we're sleeping. And sometimes it's hard for her to wake up. So I know the wake up time I call with a wake up call. So that would be my advice. Chris, you're married. You travel sometimes. What would your advice be on this one? Well, this is turning into sort of a a, a, a marriage coaching uh, episode. Yeah, uh, and I don't no, want it to sound like lecturing either. No, because, listen, it's important. Because there's no, you, you know, th- you ask me how I do it. Yeah. That's how I do it. it listen, that's, I might you be know. Wrong. But this is as important as any other business lesson, right? Is how you are, you know, doing this outside of the Venn diagram, right? How you are, how you're incorporating what is truly most important. And it takes people, Pete, I don't know how many years and maybe never, ever are they able to actually come to the realization that it's not about how much money you make, you know, being the quote unquote provider or contributor to your, your, your family units, you know, uh, wealth and, and all of that and what you consider to be, you know, happy versus satisfied. But it takes people years to finally realize, hey, my kids and my wife don't care the title that I have or how many zeros there are after my paycheck. They just want me to be there. And if you've got a job and you're a rep and you're traveling three, four days a week, you're still going to have to manage that. And if you can't manage that, maybe you should look for something to where you can be uh, physically more present. And sometimes that, that takes that. And so, um, you know, I was, I, I was 28 years in the music business with Sony and I'm no longer working for Sony. And this is the reason why. Because I chose to be a father and a husband that's it. I was working with people that were on their fourth spouse and they wore it like a badge of honor. And they, they, were, they were in a race to get in as early as they could, stay as late as they could. And that, to me, is as close to death as it is quitting or retiring. Yeah. So I just said, you know what? I'm going to do what I'm going to do from here and I'm not moving to New York and I'm not moving to L.A., and as long as I'm going to make that last, I'm going to do that. Okay. And so I have three, uh, Chuck, this is a great question, by the way, this could, this could be the whole episode. We'll call this the, uh, the marriage coaching <laughs> episode from Pete Primo and Chris. I have three rules in life and Pete, you've probably heard these and I may have mentioned them on a previous show, but I'm going to mention them here. My three rules for every day are to listen to music because that for me is creative juice. That is, that's my fuel injection for how I get my creative juices flowing. Typically it's, it's in a shower in the morning or it's running in the morning or it's something, it doesn't even matter. It could be classical. It could be, you know, uh, death metal. It could be whatever it's, it's, I have a, a varying thing, but that's what gets my, my juices, uh, my juices flowing is, to uh, to listen to music, and um, I I like to uh, I don't know why I've just started doing this and adding this to my to my list of rules is I get up and I make my bed, and to me it's stacking small victories. So I have this little thing where I time block and I sort of stack my victories. And what that helps you do is just kind of you know get get yourself winning already before you you know because. Like if you're going to get better, you're going to have failures, right? And so if you if you start with some victories, you feel like you're a little bit ahead of the ahead of the game. Anyway, my biggest rule is to make my wife laugh. I want to hear her laugh. If I don't hear her laugh, that day is a minus. It's not a plus. Mm. And the reason why is because you know, I mean, look at this face. My wife did not marry me for this face. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> she married me because I made her laugh. 
She told me that. She, I mean, it's not, it's not the only reason why. You don't, you don't say, I, I hate everything else about this person, but he makes me laugh, so I'm going to marry him. But <laughs> it was one of the biggest reasons. And I said, you know what? Every day, I am going to make you laugh. And so it's a little challenge for me. And when you're traveling, Chuck, it is even more difficult. And when you're traveling and you're meetings and you're driving and you're doing whatever, I do know this. I don't know any, I, I continue to be completely confused about women and, um, and maybe women are confused about men. I don't know, but I do know one thing and that is my wife loves to be thought about. And when she realizes I'm thinking about her and it doesn't matter if I'm here, it doesn't matter if I'm in Ohio or if I'm in LA or if I'm in Miami if I'm anywhere you know, in the world and she's not with me, she wants to know that I'm thinking about her. And when I am, I let her know. And that could be a phone call. That could be a text. That could be anything. And so when I make her laugh every day, she knows I'm thinking about it. And so that helps right. keep our family together. Pete, I love that you guys get together and pray. That is huge. That is huge because that is in, that is incredibly difficult. I bet there was times when you're like, "Oh, wait a minute! Like we haven't prayed yet. I got so busy, or 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 she got so busy, and it's just like you know." But you guys, you guys have to make it work, and you're always glad that you did, right? Yep, that's yep. huge, absolutely yep. huge. So this this is this will crack you up, Chris. Um, Chuck, I'm assuming you're a rep too, but, um, so I work with my wife, as I mentioned before, and one of the most horrible things that ever happened in my life was she lost her keys. And I don't know if you guys do this in your house, Chuck, but you probably do. And Chris, I'm sure you do it in your house. Um, my wife, um, lost her, didn't know where her phone was. And so she wanted me to dial it. So I dialed it. <laughs> so do you know what the assigned ring on her phone was for me? <laughs> I don't know, but it's it was weird. a Jaws music. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, that's what you think about me. <laughs> oh, it hurt. It hurt so bad. And I, so this is what I do. <laughs> this is what I do. When I am calling her mm -hmm. to let her know, I'm just thinking about her and to ask her a question. The very first thing out of my mouth is honey. I come in peace. <laughs> Which means I'm not adding another thing to your list of things that you have to do. And listen, these are very high class problems and we talk about it all the time. The Ooh. fact that we're so busy, we are so truly blessed yeah. and so truly thankful. And, but yeah, I tell her I'm coming peace and then I tell her whatever it is. And sometimes it's just a funny thing. You know, something I saw some, sometimes I'm taking pictures of things that I see on the highway, which I could write a book just on that. Um, that shouldn't be happening, that crazy things that people do. Yeah. And um, just let her be part of my day. So, you know, the one thing I would add to this, listening to Chris um, answering, is to actively be part of her day when you're physically not there. You can be present and sharing your lives together. And she does it with me all the time. You know, there's a lot of things that I, I just can't be home for. And, and, you know, Jenny makes me feel like I'm there. And it's, uh, it's amazing because it doesn't feel when I'm gone that I'm gone because I'm not gone. My body is three and a half to six hours away. Mm-hmm. But my heart and my mind is always there. Mm. So 
I think that's the key to the to the whole thing there, Chuck. So yeah, probably and I, more than you bargained for. <laughs> no, this is great. This is like you know, if you guys don't know this is live, um, then I, you know, I'm sorry. I feel sorry. Like we are. This is we didn't know this was coming. But I I will say one other thing, um, and we could we could maybe put a bow on it, or maybe just take it uh, to the uh, to the end of the hour. I don't know, but uh, I would say uh, if this helps you, Chuck. Uh, or anyone else that's listening to this or, or watching this, uh, you know, what Pete found was a, a thing f- that they could collectively do, which was pray together. And maybe you're not a person of faith and that sounds like, well, we're not going to do that because we, we, you know, don't, that's fine. Um, find a commonality, a thing that you do together. Like if you're, if you're a family, there, there is something you have to look for it. You have to, you have to say, Hey, we, we used to do this together or, or like, you know, um, there's, there's something that, that we like to do. And like for me, my wife, you know, just enjoys laughing and enjoys, you know, and so I enjoy it when she laughs. So we have this commonality. So I said, I'm going to do this every day. This is something that we do. And there, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. There are days that go by and I'm like, I didn't make her laugh. And so she misses that. And she'll say that to me. You didn't make me laugh Tuesday, you know, or something like that. So, and then that becomes a thing, right? It becomes a, not a ritual. I think ritual is probably the, the wrong word, but you have to find this thing and put it in, in, in men especially, sorry, I mean, we're making this a little bit more gender specific, but we like to put things in a box, right? We like to, we like yeah. to organize things and put them into boxes. And, and I do that. I'm very much a, um, an I personality uh, in the disc thing where, where I have to, I have to, or I guess this is a D, where you have to, like everything has to be very regimented. And so I had to say to myself, if I'm going to do this and I'm going to further my relationship with my wife and my family and your, your relationship with your kids starts with your partner, by the way. Um, and so I have to intentionally do this. And for me to be intentional about it, I have to plan it. I have to organize it. I have to time block it. I have to do all of those things and make it a thing. Now, by the way, here's a secret. Don't tell your wife, if you're a guy doing this, that you do that because that's not as thoughtful and nice. They're like, oh, great. You like put it in your planner and your CRM system and you're all, you know, <laughs> you know, like it's not very romantic. Just do it and plan it. And just as long as you're doing it, you know, find that thing, find that commonality and then execute it just like you execute in your business, just like you execute in, in whatever you do. Do that for your family and these kinds of things when you travel, just become a part of it. I kind of wanted to put a bow on it, but I, I <laughs> here I, we go. <laughs> no, I, I, I've got to. So that was excellent. And thank you. Thank you for that. And I have the same thing with, with Jenny. I mean, uh, we make each other laugh all the time and, and it's, um, it, it's huge. It, it's very important. So Chuck, just going back, um, the biggest part of what we do when we say our prayers is we share our successes with each other. And, yeah. and when a child, all right, from a very young age learns to share successes, that becomes an important part of how they see the world and how they see their family. And I think it can be very productive. Um, I just want to share something with you. I Mm. I got bopped in the head by a coworker years ago. Um, His name's Steve Persley. Uh, He worked with me at a mattress company. He was a, a, a rep and he went on to open up a furniture store. And when he did, he called me and he wanted me uh, to, to uh, take care of his uh, mattress and protectors uh, for him. And and to me, that's the biggest compliment you can get as a rep. Somebody who worked with you as a coworker, and then they call you because they go into business. They want you because they know how you are and they know all the conversations you've had. So something to think about on the side. But this is what he said to me. And I really believe that God put this on his heart. He said, Pete, you know, you are an amazing rep. 
oh, thank you. He goes, and you know, you were a Hall of Fame college athlete. You're you're amazing. Uh, you take care of yourself. He goes, are you the leader of your family spiritually? And wow. that was like a dagger in my heart. And that wake-up call that I am the leader of my family spiritually does my, have I shared my faith with my family and am I leading my family? And I couldn't really answer that question the way I wanted to. And I made some very fundamental changes to my life because of that. And I just thought while we're talking about this, I should share that with you because, um, you know, what, what Chris shared about he made a decision for his family to be first. It's the same decision that I made. My family has to be first. And as a function of them being first, I have to go out and provide physically for them. But am I providing spiritually for them? Mm -hmm. And when you make somebody laugh, you're nurturing their soul in a very, very real way. And just the fact that you want to make them laugh, <laughs> that is huge because that really shows is. me where your heart is. So I am trying to put a bow on this. <laughs> they you keep pulling us you, back in. The heartstrings keep pulling us back uh, in. Pete. I know. It's... Uh, <laughs> it, 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 it was a great question. It really yeah. was. Um, yeah. Thanks for that, Chuck. That's awesome. Yeah, it it really was. And uh, Chris, what else you got, man? All right. Um, this is from Mary in Indianapolis. Uh, Mary says, I worked for a mattress by appointment. There were a, uh, a lot of things I wasn't comfortable with. Now I own my own mattress store. Congratulations, Mary. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, what advice can you give me? Oh boy. Um, a lot of advice. Um, a lot of advice. Um, and boy, this one could take days or weeks. Um, <laughs> marathon episode of the P Primo show coming up for you, Mary. Uh, so, so Mary, I would specifically write down the things that you didn't like and that you weren't comfortable with. Um, I have a feeling that the heavily scripted process was a problem for you. Um, making uh, savings claims that were uh, fictional at best and probably more correctly labeled lies. I can understand that being a fundamental problem. Um, and I think that most of the people that I've worked with that, you know, had your experience, Mary, uh, they, they said things like this to me. Uh, we, we treated our customers like cattle. We herded them in, we herded them out. We tried to get them in and out as quickly as possible and we really didn't do the right thing by them. And I'm not even sure that we had the right mattresses to make sure that they got a good night's sleep. And that wasn't our focus. Our focus was trying to make as much money as fast as we could and get them out of the door. And it leads to a lot of emptiness, Mary. It leads to a lot of emptiness. And so... I, I guess the, one of the most fundamental things in our industry um, and the way we perceive what we do impacts the amount of energy and passion we can bring to it. If you don't think you're doing something good for somebody, you're likely not to have as much passion and energy for it. When you realize that the quality of a mattress set sleep system, and that includes 
an adjustable bed that includes pillows that includes sheets that includes protectors um when you get them the right sleep system and they were on the wrong one or their old one was just too old to do the job anymore, um, you can dramatically impact somebody's life. You can literally change their life. You can help them become a better mother, a better father, a better son, a better husband, a better wife. You can help them become a better teacher, a better policeman, a better fireman, a, a better salesman, a better whatever they do in their life. And you can't do that if you don't get uh, the proper rest every night. And so, you know, one of the things that I would say is when I started at CrossFit, I don't know if it was 12 years ago or 15 years ago, it's a long time ago they basically talked about three things and it was your diet, your nutrition, your rest, which is primarily your sleep, but it includes cat naps as well. Um, and exercise. The, the, that is basically the three legged stool or the triangle for wellness. And they put a lot of emphasis on exercise and then they figured out, you know, Exercise kind of breaks down the muscle and without the proper nutrients and without the proper rest, it won't build back up and become stronger than it was. It'll continue to get weaker. And so they kind of switched it around and then where they've ended up is the absolute foundation uh, for the triangle of wellness is rest. And that is primarily sleep. It is the single most important thing you will do for your health. The next one is your nutrition, your diet. And the one that's the smallest is, is exercise. And it doesn't matter if you talk to an Olympic weightlifter uh, or a gymnast or an endurance athlete. They will all tell you the same thing. Exercise is great, but without proper nutrition and proper rest. So you focusing in on helping your customer get the best night's sleep is the most important thing that you'll ever do. Um, I don't want to get in the weeds on merchandising, but I do want to give you a gift today. As a matter of fact, I'm writing a whole book on this and it's... As soon as I finish it, it's been in the works for a couple of years, but I, I'm on the hurry up to get it out right now because people need this more today than they've ever made, uh, than, they, than they've ever needed this. And so it's a framework and it helps you to understand um, the different pieces of your business that will help your business be successful. And it's changed over the years. And in full transparency, the first time I saw this, it was called, it was not called the Sell a Million Blueprint, which is probably what I'm calling it. It was called the, uh, the Marketing Star. And I learned it from Bob Sherman, uh, who was the president of the CERTA franchise that I worked for and later became the president of all of CERTA. And I've added to that and it's changed over the years. But the single most important thing at the beginning is your advertising. And you have to look at how do, how do my competitors advertise? How can I advertise in a way that's more truthful in a way that's more compelling in a way that grabs my customer's attention. And how do I have a display in my store that is consistent with my advertising and that makes my customer feel comfortable in my store? And it doesn't matter if you are more of a warehouse type of a store or whether you are the highest of the highest end mattress stores that sell only over $10,000 mattresses. These points are exactly the same. How you execute on each one is going to be very different. But 
the most important thing about this that I'm showing you, this framework, is consistency between each piece. For instance, if you advertise $29.99 for a twin mattress and they come in and they see your display and you don't have a mattress for $29.99, you have a serious problem with that customer and rightly so. Um, if you advertise um, with images that are extremely high-end, they're the beautiful Photoshop pictures of um, High Point and Las Vegas showrooms that the manufacturers put out or their studio pictures of mattresses, and then they come into a warehouse, there's a disconnect, and you can't have that. Your advertising should show you should show your store and there should be there should be a seamless transition between advertising and display the merchandising should be um, logical it should be creative and I'm going to challenge you and here's the challenge Mary it's Mary right Chris is, yes is, it's Mary. Yeah, it's Mary um, in Indianapolis. Um, if you could blindfold your customer and put a muzzle on your salespeople, would the differences between the mattresses in their feels be enough for them to step up or step down in price? So without a single word being uttered about things that confuse customers like coil counts, like this voodoo foam that we have. And it has this thing and that thing and this doohickey and that doohickey, things that confuse customers. Is it compelling enough that your salesperson could sell a better quality mattress without even opening his or her mouth? It's a challenge. You, the biggest mistake that I see in, in merchandising is that there are too many like mattresses that feel alike and look alike and the customer can't feel differences between them and they have a hard time justifying them, justifying the price differences. And then this speaks right to sales education, the next point in the experience. Have I invested in my people so that they're comfortable. Have I invested in myself, Mary? Uh, if you have not listened to uh, somebody like Bob Munkle um, and paid for their training, um, you should do that. And you should not rely on your reps for training. Now, a big part of my job as a rep is to train. Uh, one of the things that probably define my 41-year career is I have done more training than probably any other rep. And if you ask my dealers, whose training did you like the best? Often they do say, it's me. But I will tell you this, I'm a rare bird. Uh, there are a lot of reps that never sold one mattress at retail. Uh, my first nine years in retail... I sold mattresses and furniture for that matter. I was 100% on commission and I fed my family with that money. Uh, my kids went to you know, uh, school on that money. My, you know, we, we bought houses with that money. That was all on commission sales. So I would say this, invest. And do not depend. If you find a good rep, they can do a good job with sales education. That's great. Don't depend on that solely. Uh, invest in Bob Munkle. If I knew his um, his website, I'd give it to you. But uh, go to my website. It's not on my website now, but I'm redoing my website. And there will be a link to Bob Munkle's training off of my website because I think he does such a great job. So not to belabor this. And I'm taking up all the air here. Um, inventory. You can't deliver 
to a customer an item that you don't have and directly related to how you sell and you teach your people to sell is your inventory position. And if you have heavy inventory, then you use that as a competitive advantage. If you don't have any inventory, uh, then you start to manage expectations early in the sales process so that the customer isn't dissatisfied at the end of the sale. Um, inventory is critical and how we manage that as a business impacts how, how we do everything else. And then service. This is really, in my book, where the rubber meets the road and where we fall down as store owners. We don't train that piece. We don't go out on deliveries with our, our um, delivery people. We don't teach them how to properly set up a bed frame, how to properly set up the mattress, the problems that we look for in the home where they might have an improper support, improper rails, improper bed frame. Uh, us understanding that and teaching that to our delivery drivers. And then um, if we do all those things right, and the customer has a good experience, then we have the right to ask for testimonials and referrals and five-star online reviews. And I'm actually changing that point to authentic uh, online reviews. And I was coached by the great Jeff Janakovo of Gardner's Mattress and more to make that change because if you have all five-star online reviews, that's not good for your business. You, 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 you got to have a few that aren't or people won't believe the five-star online reviews. Nobody's perfect. No store is perfect. Nobody has perfect customers. So that's a framework and we could literally spend hours and hours on this. And, and incidentally, uh, this could be used for a lot of brick and mortar businesses. It's not just the mattress business. If you're not in the mattress business and you're watching this episode and you have a business, the healthiness of your business is going to depend on authentic online reviews, testimonials, and referrals. Chris, how did... You know, we got to meet each other through Victor Antonio, right? That is correct. You were referred and you were modeled on his sales after dark uh, during the whatever you want to call what we went through a couple of years ago. But <laughs> just in case Dan Jordan is listening, I don't want to offend him. Followed <laughs> 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 by its name. Uh, but well, Dan, Dan was before Victor. So Victor saw what I was doing with Dan and that's, you know, that that's what led to Victor, which led to you. It's all, you know, when we talk about and that, referrals, and you know, that led to Jeff Janakovo doing not one, but two shows with you. That's correct. So it's, it's, and some of that is, Hey, they saw what I was doing, but the reason why you were like, Hey, I want to get this guy to do my show was not just what you were seeing, but was because Victor Antonio said, you know, I'm not trying to toot my own horn here, but this is, you know, he had good things to say to me on his show in front of other people. And you said, well, if this guy is recommending this person, if this person is referring this person, maybe I can have this person. So it's still, you know, Pete, in the in this uh, in this in this industry, in the podcast industry, and and really content creation, um, YouTube, uh, and anything else that is digital, the number one way to still the number one way the number one marketing thing, the thing that feeds all of the algorithms with the most juice is sharing. Sharing. So knowing that, knowing that you can get more business from referrals and from shares, create shareable 
content and share others' content. This is the referral method, right? You refer others because you uh, trust those others. You create things that other people can refer from you. You stand alone. You, you have a spirit of excellence. You do things the right way. People will share and refer you. But you got to ask for it too, right? I mean, it's not, not everyone in the goodness of their heart is going to say, you know what? P Primo is, 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 you know, help me do this in terms of sales training. Somebody comes to a Bob Munkle and he realizes, you know what? Pete specializes in this. I'm going to send this person to Pete. Why does he do that? Well, because he has that heart. Not everyone does. But you have to not just sit back and wait for referrals. You got to go ask for it too. And because not everyone, it's not that they don't have the heart for it. Sometimes they're just too busy to even think about that. And all you got to do is ask. Jeff Janakovo just came out with a book this week. Uh, and I've never seen so many asks from Jeff Janakovo, right? Does he need to ask? Not necessarily, but he is. He's asking, can I ask you to go to Amazon and buy for 99 cents, buy a Kindle version and if you want to buy 10, I'd love for you to buy 10. If you want to do a review, you want to, he's asking for this. It's important to him. So he's cashing it in, right? There's nothing wrong with that because that man gives. That man has given and hasn't asked, but he is now asking. Yeah. So I think that whole referral process, you, you have to understand this isn't about like social capital and all of those things that people talk about in terms of, of, of referrals and how you get business. It starts with being a great human being, right? Then it's then it's about creating something that helps others. And Pete, I love how you talked uh, early on about not making this about selling rectangles, but about helping people become better firemen, better policemen, better uh, you know whatever your position is, salesperson doesn't matter. The, the your job is to is to if if I sell this person this, they become a better human being. The, and if I create a podcast where we talk about marriage and somebody's impacted on it, and so if I create a podcast and somebody realizes, oh, that's a great technique for sleeping, and this is really helping me, and all of a sudden, you know, years from now, they're coming back to you and they're saying, hey, I want to let you know what you said impacted my life. There's nothing better. There is nothing better. There's no amount of money um, that, trust me, there's like, I've gotten paychecks upon paychecks before. There's nothing better than when somebody comes to me and says, hey, in uh, 2009, you know, when you were my manager, you taught, you taught me how to do this and do this. Because of that, I'm now teaching my other people this and they did this. Like that is, there's no amount of money that, that where you can, you can help people. So, um, I, I think that's what, that's the core of the referral process is be a better human, create something that other people's other people want to share with other people because it's helping more people, right? That's yeah. your referral. And don't forget about referring others. Don't forget about doing it yourself without the expectation that you get it back, right? It's the go-giver mentality. Bob Berg talks about this in his book. Um, yep. Do that. Just refer other people and just go, you know what? I This podcast that I listened to from Pat Flynn taught me how to do this and taught me how to do this. I hope it helps you too. Just put it out there. And you just become like... I don't know, sort of like a, a a cog for that kind of thing for other people. You become a source for other people, and then those people will refer, those people will share, and there's no greater marketing than unsolicited sharing from other people. There's no greater marketing than that. One of the <clears throat> one of the mo most important things that you're going to do, Mary, is you're going to share your vision for your company with everybody that's associated with your company. And if you did have a receptionist, which most mattress stores don't, but if you did, even the receptionist mm -hmm. needs to know 
We are in business to create customers that wake up happy and pain-free because they got the right sleep system for, for them. And it's an important for us as a business to get authentic online reviews, to get testimonials, and to get referrals from our happy customers. But we are here to create happy customers who have great outcomes, who wake up happy and pain-free and can be better in their life because of what we did here. And we are a difference maker. And I think that's part of what I heard in your question, Mary, that, you know, I listen, depending on which mattress by appointment, there's a few of them now. Um, there's some good things that you learn there. And there's some things that you, you didn't want to do. Uh, and, and, and now you own your own place and now you can do your own thing. Mm -hmm. And that's very, very powerful. Um, my best advice to you is to be a student student and to be, you know, get in the mattress industry network group at the top of the show. I talked about the mattress industry network group. I, I mean, I could not recommend anything better for you to do. And there's over 2000 people in that group. It, it is just a phenomenally great thing for you to do and talk to everybody. And I'm going to tell you this right now. There are some dummies in our industry. They're dumb and you shouldn't listen to them. All right. There just is. Most people in our industry though are good people. And mm. a lot of them are very competent. The ones that I would tell you, to really pay attention to Jeff Janakovo at Gardner's Mattress and More. We're not going to have him much longer. He doesn't see it, but I do. He's gotten bigger than our mattress industry. He runs a great store uh, with his partner, Ben. They do a great job. Uh, you want to go on to Gardner's Mattress and More website to see how a great retail website looks. Um, Happy Z's in Paducah, Kentucky, Scott Vaughn and Wanda Vaughn, they deliver incredible experiences for their customers and their staff, uh, Nicole and Jacob and Faith are among the best trained, most talented, and most importantly, their hearts are in the right place. They want to win for their customers. They want to win for their customers and they don't stop until they do. Those are two great retailers to start with, but join that group. That'll help you. Um, shameless plug, get my book, sell a million. And when you get it, go through it and it should look horrible. By the time you get done with it, there should be all kinds of notes in it, it should be dog-eared. It should. So what this book is, and I'm going to tell you a little secret. Here's a little secret. You should start with the very last chap chapter first because you cannot be, you cannot give a superior um, experience with no margin in your product. So start with 101 and it's called the single biggest mistake stores make and how to correct it. And I want to tell you right now, the biggest mistake is they charge too little for their, for their product. They don't charge enough. Really? They charge too little. They don't have the, the requisite advertising money set aside from the profit of the sale to reach out and plug into the machine to create more business and more traffic. Interesting. Um, is that, uh, and I'm sorry to interrupt. So yeah. is that because they feel like they need to compete on price with yes. head in a box and yeah. all of that? It's just like when you raised your prices, I said it was about time. <laughs> Shh, don't tell everybody I raised my prices, Pete. Was I the only one? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's so, so get the book, 
read through it. It's tactical. It is, it's very pragmatic. I mean, there, there is like something to do on every, with every chapter and most chapters are one or two pages. So it's not a big clumsy read and mark it up. Call me at 419-560-3169. And I am happy to help you um, in any way that I can. I, I offer to everybody a free half hour consultant call uh, to, to anybody that buys my book. And if you need more help after that, I'm happy to go down the road with you, but I'm also very happy to point you in the direction of, uh, of other people that can be helpful. Um, like I said, when it comes to sales education, I think the best that I can see right now is Bob Munkle. I'm sure I'll, I'll add to that list as I start to meet some new, there's some really great upcoming talent that I'm super uh, excited about in, in our industry. Um, we had Andrew on the show, um, Carrington, amazing sales training talent there. Uh, one of the best right along with Bob that I've ever seen. And, uh, you know, one of my bosses, Justin Trombo, Started his retail career on the on the retail floor as a sales pro. Now he's a consultant. He owns uh, BedTech Midwest. Uh, he has uh, he, he's having an amazing career and is one of the best sales trainers I've seen in my life. And as a matter of fact, when I first saw him train on adjustable beds, I realized that everything I had been taught about adjust selling adjustable beds was wrong and that this was right. And I was told by my good dear friend, Rick Lynch, that when I see Justin's presentation on adjustable beds, that I will never go back to the old way that I was taught. And, uh, that was true. And I, I'm a bit of a contrarian, which you know from doing all these shows with me, Chris. If somebody says something about, it doesn't even matter what it is. It's blue. No, it might be green. Let me look at it myself. That's me. I'm a contrarian. I'm always picking at stuff. And so when I tell you Bob Munkle, Andrew Carrington, Justin Trombo, are elite sales trainers? They are. I mean, they're special. And that is my advice to you. Uh, you were probably drinking from a fire hose just now, and I apologize for doing that. And there is no way we're going to get into another question because we are <laughs> knocking on the hour already, my friend. Right. right. I I took all the uh, win. What 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 do you see there? No, I think it's great, and I'm I'm glad you sort of. I mean, listen, it it may have looked initially like a like a simple question from Mary, but yeah. it's not it's not a simple answer. No. Um, and I think you know going through um, this that uh, that you had shared here, um, the uh, what are we calling this the. Uh, uh, the word of mouth advertising. Blueprint. Sell, sell a million, million the sell a million blueprint. blueprint. I think this is. Uh, um, it actually does look like a bl blueprint now that I'm uh, now that I'm looking at it. If this is uh, this this is. I don't want to say the secret sauce, but there's a lot that's in this. I mean, you could do a whole year and pull apart each one of these elements, um, and and really do that. Or maybe Pete write a book about this. <laughs> Yes, I have many, many pages written and I am looking to uh, get that wrapped up very, very quickly. Awesome. Um, so Chris, thanks a million. Uh, Mary, thank you for your question. And and Chuck, thank you for your question. There's more questions, but we, we couldn't get to them. Um, so here's the thing. I feel compelled to give you a true and sometimes convoluted 
and complicated answer to a question that is much more truthful than the easy pat answer and just send you on your way with no real red meat. So I hope I did that. And uh, Chris, thank you again for uh, your hosting duties, producing the show and posting it and everything that you do. And uh, guys, if you have questions, uh, just send me an email, pprimo at ameritech.net. Uh, and just put in the subject line, ask Pete and, uh, let's keep these questions going. Let's keep the dialogue going. I want to do more of these because the questions are piling up and we need to answer them for you guys. So thanks a million, Chris and everybody sell a million this week.